so you would see that email is disappearing from an indra team communication standpoint right it's getting replaced by tools like slack microsoft teams uh, and an email is literally absent now but whenever someone tries to talk to someone outside the company email becomes a very de facto mode of communication for a very very obvious reason it is decentralized and 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 when cross company communication happens it always happens on a decentralized channel like email phone call and what companies end up doing they start using email for a lot of different use cases hi welcome to forbes india's the daily tech conversation where we bring you insights from tech entrepreneurs cxos and investors from around the world whose work has a bearing on india i'm hari arakli and in this episode nitesh nandi co-founder and cto at hiver talks about the long haul that he and his iit kharagpur senior neeraj ranjan embarked upon the multiple pivots they made and the email based customer support product they've built for small and medium sized businesses with the recent 22 million dollar series b funding nandi also talks about plans ahead at hiver which he expects will double its revenue this year Nitesh welcome to this podcast. Uh, thank you so much for making time for this and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, learning more about uh, Hiver and Grexit. Let's dive right in. Uh, maybe you could talk a little bit about how you guys uh, started the company and then we'll go from there. Thank you Ari. Thanks for having me here. Uh so uh, we we started Hiver almost a decade back. Um both me and my co-founder Neeraj uh, we we looked at email as a very big opportunity uh, where a lot of businesses were e- using email and there was an opportunity to do a lot of things there uh, so our first iteration of cut off the product was uh, we saw there is a lot of information trapped on email uh, email was very predominantly used in the intra team communication at that point of time uh, so a new mem- team member would join uh, a lot of discussions would happen on the t- on, on the email uh where people are helping him to understand the context and at one fine day uh, uh that person will leave and all that information would get lost all right and when a new person join this this cycle would repeat again uh we noticed that a lot of information and this should that company should be able to move this information to a uh place which is easily accessible by everyone and this was our first problem that we identified Uh, right and then we built a product around it this product basically helped you to cre- create a knowledge base uh, out of the email uh, communication uh, right and this is where our uh, story uh, started uh, coming back to uh, me and neeraj uh, so neeraj is uh, uh, is a senior from my college i, I never met him in college uh, so i mm. he graduated before before i entered the college uh, but we happened to uh, cross paths when when i was graduating and 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 then i came to know about him and then we uh, started uh, working on it uh, so uh, this was how we started we looked at email we saw a lot of opportunity there and we decided to uh, solve those problems uh, for all the businesses and you guys knew each other from iit kharagpur is it that's where you he was your senior he was my senior but i didn't know him uh, while okay. i was uh, in, in the college because he had already graduated Uh, when okay. i was graduating and i was looking for a job uh, he was starting a, a company uh, with one of his uh, batchmates uh, and he asked any got in touch with me through some other other connect and he asked me whether i was interested uh, and i joined him as 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 the first member of their team 
and we worked on that project for quite some time i i, I think we worked around a year or two and after that we started hyper uh, he he walked out of that company i i also joined him and that's how things started how many years between you and him for for four years oh okay okay so is quite senior you were joining college and he was yeah yeah he, he graduated the same year okay okay all right so uh, talk about the sort of first commercial product you guys released what could customers do with it sure as i mentioned our first intent was to build a knowledge base out of the email communication um and 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 we thought this is a very uh, good widespread problem across all the companies uh and and we build a product around that so when you look at an email conversation you could convert this to a, a, a knowledge base very very easily you could curate it uh, we could modify it uh, all the new conversations which are happening on the email this would also go and get added to the knowledge base gradually and we had a few customers the initial customers who started using this product um, um we had we had a professor from uh, one of the universities in canada i remember who who wanted to use this for his own uh, faculty team uh, to to uh, do do this uh, create create a knowledge base out of there uh and and we had close to around 10 20 customers who uh, found a lot of value on this uh, one of the challenges we started facing is how to grow uh, more more people uh, right on, on the product and this turned out to be a challenging what we learned is that this is not a very known identified problem in the industry a lot of so we'll have to do a lot of education around it uh people probably do not know uh, or, or they know in some level but it's not something that they might be actively looking for so building a very big business out of this is hard and at that point of time we decided we need to start looking at something else and one of the interesting thing that has happened with us over last 10 years is we have learned from our previous ex- experiences and tried to incorporate that in the next uh, pivot of the product uh so we used all our learning and what we found out that people need access to emails uh in a in a team setting uh and it is possible that the team member might not be part of the email conversation at all from the beginning or maybe a new team member joined uh the company and they want to give access to the older emails uh, to this newer person so this mm-hmm. becomes a very big problem for a companies and and a lot of teams just end up doing a forward to cc bcc right and then that, that that creates a lot of problem it messes up the complete email chain and then we came up with the idea of creating this shared labels product in gmail this was our second iteration uh, what shared labels used to do uh, you could easily share conversations with your teammates uh, by just applying a gmail label on the email conversation and automatically your your teammate will get access uh, to that email uh, a new team member an older team member does not matter so hyper was uh, doing that very very easily for them and this product took off uh, we had good number of customers uh, we had close to i would say around uh, 100 uh, 150 customers 200 customers who were using this product uh, mm-hmm. getting we are getting some revenue out of it right and we started observing very interesting patterns uh how how people are using it so our initial idea was that people will probably use it for a filing use case which would mean they want to share the email with everyone but we noticed that people are also using lab- labels as a signaling use case uh, what does it mean for example if someone wants to assign a tasks to hari uh, they would go and apply a label called task hari on that email and when hari is done with that email 
uh, hari would go and apply a label called hari task done on that label so they were using the labels for uh, coordination among themselves which we thought was very very interesting a uh, use case uh, uh, how how people are using our product and this this product stayed uh, uh, for, for for us with quite amount of time uh, we we started getting good revenue but at some point of time we also started hitting the same roadblock that we hit with our first iteration which was we had to educate the market educate the customers that this is something that they can use to handle their workflows uh, very easily and it was not easy for us uh, to build a very very big business in a in a profitable way uh, right and then we went back to the drawing board again and we noticed that a lot of people are using our is this product to handle support queries from the customer so when a customer query comes in they apply a label called says uh, company support and they an agent hurry uh, to it and 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 they and, and they act on it and they respond to it so everyone was loving the fact that everything thing can work right inside email uh, and and this is where our, our thought process came in that can we try to package the product in a better way so that we and we start selling it like a help desk like a customer support tool and this is where our uh, third iteration came which we called shared mailboxes and and the help desk story came into picture uh, right and then we started building on top of that so how our current product is different than the last iteration it's well packaged we are going after a known use case in the market people are looking for it uh, there is a market which already exists our approach is different because we are built on top of gmail uh, but still this is a known problem and that made things uh, easier uh, for us and the opportunity was huge because there's already a lot of people uh, looking for it so this is how our iteration has gone through how we have reached uh, the current stage of the project uh, product that we are in so today would you say it's much more of a a more sophisticated help desk product uh, can you talk a bit about uh, what it's like today is it more like a platform is it still a product where are you headed hiber is a help desk product uh, built on top of gmail uh, what hiber essentially does is it helps customer support teams to provide better customer support mm. uh, and we want to expand in that area uh, uh, right so we we already uh, are a full fledged customer support tool and we want to keep expanding there give us sort of an overall uh, snapshot of the company today number of customers uh, people your product touches every day funding your main investors biggest markets sure we have close to around 1800 businesses globally uh, using the product uh, across uh, 25 countries uh in terms of number of users who use the product daily we have close to 20000 users using the product on a day to day basis uh, by the nature of how the product is built uh, every every user interacts with the product daily uh, if you are in a customer support function that's how uh, things would be uh, right from a, a geography standpoint uh, we are primarily uh, uh, present in english speaking countries a major chunk of our customers come from uh, us and europe uh, we have few customers from india australia new zealand singapore uh, too uh, from a funding standpoint uh, we have uh, raised series b recently uh, 22 million round uh, but and, and but uh, we raised a series a sometime end of 2018 which was around 4 million round 
So in in totality, we would have raised close to around 27, 28 million uh, since the inception of the company. Uh, from an investor standpoint, uh, the Series B, uh, we had given Capital, uh, who who was leading the round, and uh, we had K Capital and uh, Kalari leading the uh, Series A round, which also they also participated in uh, participated in Series B. Mm. And, and how big is your team? Uh, and, and I imagine it's spread over India and uh, I guess Bangalore probably predominantly, and then also Silicon Valley. Uh, so primarily we are based out of Bangalore. Uh, most of the uh, team is here, but again uh, with the uh, we are we are still working uh, remotely. So our team mates are uh, throughout uh, India. We have around uh, 125 uh, headcount. Uh, from a, a US standpoint, we don't have an actual office at this point of time, uh, but we do have a couple of employees who are uh, working from US too. Uh, but we don't have a established office in US at this point of time. Okay. Can you talk about, uh, you said the shared labels, uh, once that once you introduced that, it took off and a lot of customers liked it. Can you talk about, you know, at what point you guys thought that you're really onto something with your idea? Sure. See, one of the things that we uh, clearly saw that people like doing things on email because that is your communication hub uh, with the external world, with the ex- people outside the company. Uh, right and 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 the easier you make it for them uh, to manage that workflow, uh, the more likely, the more sticky your product will be because you are not asking them to move to a third-party tool, uh, which most of the tools do in the market. So, so that was a big uh, big differentiator for us, and we knew this uh, from day one, uh, and that's why we built on top of that. The second thing uh, which came out was the interesting use cases that I talked about. Uh, we made shared labels as a very horizontal product, which would mean anyone can use it in whatever way they want to. Uh, they can, you can manage some HR process, you can manage some finance process using the labels, because that labels was providing you that flexibility, uh, right? But we clearly saw that the customer support is coming out to be the prominent use case there. Most of the customers would do some sort of customer service. It can be account management, it can be customer support, uh, but they were using it for some form of uh, customer service. And that we could clearly see when we used to talk to customers, uh, do case studies on them, and even uh, look at their usage, how, how they are creating labels, how they're applying labels. So that gave us, gave us a lot of confidence uh, that uh, customer support is a primary uh, use case uh, for us and we should go after that. The third thing, which was kind of a bottleneck for us that I talked about previously. Uh, it was not very easy for us to scale our marketing uh, using the shared level approach, uh, because again, you have to educate the market. Uh, you have to tell tell the story uh, and, and, and educate people on the use cases. That was turning out to be slightly harder. And when we looked at the synergy between what we were thinking and what existing customer support products do out there, uh, we were literally solving exactly the same problem on top of email, what these other products do by asking you to move out of email. So that gave us a lot of confidence uh, that why not solve this problem on top of email? And that is where uh, we decided, let, let's do a pivot, let's package it nicely. Uh, right? And we started investing more on the customer support features. And uh, explain the choice of uh, Gmail. Uh... Possibly in your world, it's uh, 
the reasons might be pretty obvious I mean for a general audience uh, take us through why you uh, chose to focus on gmail see gmail is a pretty big ecosystem uh, if you look at from a paid user standpoint uh, last time gmail uh, disclosed their numbers they had uh, close to 80 80 million paying seats on on the platform uh, mm-hmm. which is a very very big ecosystem to play in Mm. Uh, so that that was definitely one of the bigger lucrative things one of the other things that came up uh, uh, when we were evaluating 5 6 years back uh, a lot of smbs smes uh, they were more inclined to using uh, g suite or google workspace as they call them now mm. compared to any other solution like an outlook uh, right and how mm. we were building the product how we were targeting marketing we wanted to appeal more to smbs and mid market uh, companies mm. Uh, mm. so that also helped us a lot uh, right and that that's how our narrative of the product was so that also uh, helped a lot uh, a good question to ask is why focus uh, only on gmail because there are other email providers too mm. uh, it was matter of choice matter of focus at that point of time we saw a very very big play area Uh, possible to build a big business and an open ecosystem uh, google is fairly open in, in its ecosystem for its developers uh, right and again the smb uh, bid market angle uh, that we are after so that also helped helped us to build more confidence moving ahead with gmail mm-hmm. give us one or two examples of the kind of companies uh, that use your product uh, today uh, in the you said they are english speaking markets so uh, possibly this may not be very big companies or well known companies because they're in the smb sector but just give us a flavor of uh, what kind of companies and uh, how they use it with their end customers and so on sure uh, see we have one of the interesting things with hyper uh, and i think for any customer support product would be that you have companies from literally every vertical every industry out there uh, they, they and because every company has to do com- customer communication in some form even if it's not customer support uh, typically and that that ideology and that spread uh, spectrum follows with hyper also uh, to name a few customers uh, one of our biggest customers uh, it's a uh, it's a freight uh, company from uh, us called vacas uh, sorry it's a vacation rental company uh, from us called vacasa uh, they, they they are vacation uh, planners rentals uh, company uh, right and and how they use the product is Uh, whenever a whenever a customer of theirs wants to reach out uh, to plan uh, plan a vacation rental for them uh, right and they they do this communication on top of email and they are listed on these uh, different uh, vacation renting websites like airbnb booking.com and others right but all the requests that that uh, that the and, and and customer who might be looking for a vacation rental uh, it it funnels back to hiver right through through the shared mailboxes through the uh in, into the helpless and then they communicate to the customer and they resolve the query uh, why do they like doing things on email uh, primarily because they were using email already uh, to do this before uh, right people are already used to using email uh, integrates very very closely uh, with email and a lot of times it requires a lot of hand holding from the agent uh, and the same it's like an account management to some extent where you associate an agent uh, to a particular customer and the same customer services that particular uh, uh, same agent uh, services that customer and until their query is resolved so that helps them to build build the transparency trust 
that you typically see in account management workflows. And that's why uh, they use Hiver a lot. Uh, there is another company called Flexport, um, uh, one of the bigger companies in US again. Uh, they are a freight uh, company. Uh, so uh, whenever customers want to uh, initiate uh, maybe a request to move their uh, goods from one place to another. Again, they have these different uh, mailboxes uh, where they write to, and then uh, they talk to the customer, uh, they resolve their query, uh, they give updates uh, to the customer through the same email communication channel. Uh, right. So again, these are the two uh, companies that I talked about. But again, this applies to multiple uh, different uh, types of use cases. You have HR companies, you have legal firms, uh, you have a lot of IT companies, a lot of manufacturing companies, each one of them doing customer communication in some form or another. Uh, and, and, and doing that on top of email, that makes things easier for us because a lot of these might not be typical customer support agents. Uh, they might be just embedded in some team and they want to use email to uh, do this sort of customer communication. It's uh, taken you multiple pivots uh, and... Uh... 10 years of building your company, but now you have 1,800 customers, more than 20,000 users. Uh, give us a sense of how you're growing. We are growing uh, fairly fast now um, compared to how things were, say, four, four five years back. Mm. Uh, raising a VC round definitely has helped. That has changed the overall aggression in the company. Uh, we are growing very, very fast. Uh, uh, so from a growth standpoint, um, uh, we, we are literally doubling uh, at, at bare minimum every year on year. Uh, from a headcount standpoint, uh, we want to keep our team lean uh, and, 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 and we don't anticipate growth linearly uh, from, from that standpoint. right? So we would rather want to keep the team more lean, more focused. Uh, one of the important things for us, for both me and Neeraj, is that we want to keep the unit economics of the company intact. Uh, mm -hmm. So although we want to grow aggressively as a VC-funded company, uh, but we do not want to uh, build a business which is not sustainable. And that has been our thought process. Uh, right? So we were very, very frugal in our execution in our earlier days for obvious reasons. Uh, but mm -hmm. even now, uh, when we have cash, uh, we ensure that our unit economics uh, stays stuck. And that's how uh, we plan to grow uh, going ahead. Mm. So, so how how are you doing on that front? Are you already uh, profitable overall? Uh, or are you close to break even? Uh, what's the scenario there? So we look at profitably slightly differently. Mm. Uh, for us, profitably is profitability is not the immediate goal. Our goal is growth as much as we can. But mm. just that uh, we should not end up in a state where there is no coming back from. Uh, so, uh, which would mean uh, your your fixed expenses, uh, right? Then those should be something that your revenue can definitely uh, handle, and some part of your marketing revenue also, as uh, so marketing expenses also. So that that's what we try to focus on. If tomorrow market takes a bad turn because of whatever reason, it should be very very easy for us to just cut down the marketing costs slightly, and mm -hmm. and bring the company back to profitability. Uh, which it is not right now because of uh, how much we spend to acquire uh, new uh, uh, newer customers, newer channels. But again, that is not very, very far uh, from us. And we can do a very, very quick shift and we will um, become a profitable company immediately if the market demands. 
but if things uh, are in, in a very very normal state where market are, market is responding fast we would like to keep focusing on growth and not focus on profitability immediately so uh, so the current slowdown is not really uh, affecting your customers business to the extent that you're getting less business because you said you're looking at doubling your revenue every 12 months that is right till now uh, fingers crossed uh, things have been looking very very positive uh, we'll see how this pans out uh, later this year one of the one of the highlights uh, i i would say for us how we have managed to achieve growth is immense customer love uh, that we get from our customers uh, right so and then that reflects if you uh, look into our uh, reviews online so we are listed on a lot of app stores uh, like g2 crowd you know, pro map store and there are other places also and i think that has been been very very core essential uh, lever for our growth right because um, um, it, it helps in customer retention uh, customers are literally brand advocates i i think that has worked a lot in in our growth story it's important uh, for any any companies who who are trying to go in that route that Uh, the customers have to be very very happy uh, they should see enough value in in what what you what they are buying into and what they are getting out of it i think this is something that i wanted to highlight hmm. if you look at everything that you are doing uh, can you distill that into uh, the following statement what is sort of the single biggest problem that you say you know, that you are sort of solving for your customers today sure see email is the communication backbone for a lot of companies for obvious reasons so you would see that email is disappearing from an intra team communication standpoint right it's getting replaced by tools like slack microsoft teams uh, and an email is literally absent now but whenever someone tries to talk to someone outside the company email becomes a very de facto mode of communication for a very very obvious reason it is decentralized and 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 when cross company communication happens it always happens on a decentralized channel like email phone call and what companies end up doing they start using email for a lot of different use cases and these use cases might not be just limited to customer support it can be a vendor management they are talking to a vendor it can be talking to a uh, to a prospective lead who they want to convert as customer it can be talking to someone they want to hire a uh, recruit for their company it can be a recruitment team talking to someone external but no matter whichever use cases you look at email is still the backbone of communication now the dilemma that most of the companies go through is that email was not built to manage these use cases very well and what ends up happening if you have a lot of emails coming in lot of internal collaborators the structure breaks down you don't know who is working on what uh whether something is being taken care of now and then these teams start moving to dedicated tools which can be a customer support tool a crm tool a vendor management tool and a, a recruitment management tool and so on right this is where hiver comes in we say we will solve this problem on top of email because even these third party tools that you are moving to you are still writing email from those tools so why not solve this problem on top of email so that you can contain your universe the email communication universe to just gmail all right and we solve the customer support problem customer communication very very well uh, sitting on, on top of gmail uh, i think this is the biggest value that we add uh, that you can handle a lot of um, communication right sitting on top of email 
without moving out of it at all which other tools party uh, tools would probably ask you to do because you are working from an alien interface there is one more advantage to hiver that no other product can provide literally mm-hmm. your complete company is on top of email literally even people outside the customer support team it's very easy for you to loop in any other team member in any conversation any email conversation very easily using hiver which is not possible in a typical uh, say a customer support product or maybe a recruitment management product right because you will have to invite that person to that product they join and then they start collaborating right but since you are on email already this information is available to them and they can literally collaborate with anyone in the company uh, so this is one of the biggest value differentiators uh, that we have compared to any other product out there mm. so in this context can you and bringing it back uh, to your own plans uh, can you talk about uh, what your roadmap looks like over the next 12 to 18 months and since you've raised a new funding round as well see we want to become a very prominent player on the customer support space and our immediate uh, roadmap uh, i would say for next 12 to 18 months uh, is to reach a stage from a product standpoint and also mm-hmm. from a narrative standpoint so that we are seen as one of the top 2 3 players uh, in, in in the market uh, that would mean investing more on the product building such capabilities in the product so that the customer support use cases can be handled uh, much much nicely mm-hmm. uh, for example uh, we don't support say um, whatsapp as a channel in the product so even though email is the center narrative it is possible that one one of customer might want to reach you through whatsapp if you want to provide customer support so building such channels in the products is very very important for us and that there is that is what we want to cover our ground on uh, so that we can compete head on with any other uh, prominent customer support product out there all right but again this is mid short term i'll take a take a step back and uh, and piggyback on the email narrative that i was talking about right so email is still the backbone of communication for a lot of use cases and we see a huge opportunity i would say huge opportunity in, in tackling those use cases and going very very deep so our long term plan is to go and invest into these areas also uh, which would can be look at uh, these specific use cases which are very hinged on email communication where email communication is still the uh, focus uh, right and and can we build products out there too so in the long term probably 2 years 3 years down the line uh, we will look at uh, we we would probably have Uh, other products uh, tackling other use cases uh, that we talked about but again everyone focused on email uh, so that email still continues to be a narrative uh, one of the interesting things that we want to do we want to go and deep deeply and solve that problem how we have done for customer support we don't want to be like a single uh, horizontal product which tackles 10 20 different use cases instead we want to look at a problem uh, see how we want to solve that innovatively on top of email how we have done for customer support go deep understand the problem solve nicely and then move to the next use case so that is a broader idea that we have say two three years on the line all right nitesh uh, thank you so much again for making time for this I definitely hope to keep the conversation going thank you ari nice talking to you uh, thanks for having me here on the podcast that's it for this conversation you can find all our podcasts at forbesindia.com and on your favorite podcast apps i'm hariyarakali thank you for listening